Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary and me, Ron Rains, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. Do what's best for your kid and for yourself because if you can't take care of yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of that kid and that's not fair. And I know that my daughter will be well taken care of with them. Don't have an abortion. Give this child a chance. All I could think about was needing to save my son. My name is Kelly Rourke-Scary. I am the executive director, president, and co-founder of Building Arizona Families Adoption Agency, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and creator of the You Before Me campaign. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. I was adopted at the age of three days, born to a teen birth mother, raised in a closed adoption, and reunited with my birth mother in 2007. I have worked in the adoption field for over 15 years. And I'm Ron Raines. I've worked in radio since 1999. I was the co-host of two successful morning shows in Prescott, Arizona. Now I work for my wife, who's an adoption attorney, and I'm able to combine these two great passions and share them on this podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to rate and review us on whatever platform you use to listen to us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Look for AZ Adopt Podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing spreading the love of adoption. We're going to be talking about the importance of spreading not only the word adoption, the concept of adoption, but encouraging people to accept adoption as a norm and making adoption the default choice when experiencing an unplanned pregnancy. So, Ron, when when I thought about this and really wanted to take today's podcast to focus on the necessity of making this a social norm and accepted by the majority of society. I'm not I'm not looking or even focusing on believing that we could get you know, everybody, but if we can get the majority of society to come on board with the notion of adoption over the notion of abortion, I think that we would have a very different society, social mentality. And I think that adoption would be looked at in such a different light as the educated choice. And so, you know, when we are really thinking about adoption, one thing that I think stands out to me is it really is, in parentheticals, the educated choice, because the uneducated don't have knowledge of it. They don't know where to access it, where to go, how it works, what it entails, how you begin. And yet, because of the the mass funding sources of abortion entities like Planned Parenthood, uh, they are able to be on many billboards and their name is out there and they're able to commercialize a lot of uh, the behind the scenes of, you know, abortion in terms of spreading the word of abortion and making that, I guess, their default to an unplanned pregnancy. Whereas I feel that by elevating adoption and making that the default choice, I think we would, I think we, it would serve us better. Right. So this is, this episode is kind of a call to action for the listeners to get out there and, and share the word of adoption. And, 
and how vital it is, whether it's to go to schools and and talk about adoption and how it can change lives for the better and talk about how it can be a choice that benefits everybody involved, not just the child, but also the birth mother and the birth father and the adopting parents and how it can be such a huge bless- blessing, you know, whereas the other alternative, the abortion alternative, doesn't really give a blessing to anybody. No, and I think we need no, to share that. Not. Right. And and I think the first thing is people always want to know what they're getting in for. Mm-hmm. You know, what am I committing to? What am I really agreeing to when I say, oh, yeah, I agree with you? Because it's much easier to sit back and listen to a podcast or listen to somebody talk about the importance of spreading the word than really being one of the soldiers that carries it out. Mm-hmm. So what does it look like to talk to your schools about adoption and, you know, infiltrating that into uh, sex education. It can look like reaching out to your local adoption agency and getting literature and seeing if the school is willing to incorporate it into the education that they present at the school level. Or maybe it's having a speaker come and talk to people about adoption. It can be anything from talking about adoption awareness at the kindergarten level Uh, The first grade level, uh, if they have friends that have interracial families and it's due to adoption, maybe they discuss acceptance. And in second grade, you just slowly move the concept up and up and up. So adoption as a whole, and I am a certified school counselor, so I can say this, you can incorporate adoption in an aspect to make it age appropriate. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we did that and we went from kindergarten on up, and discussed, you know, adoption and acceptance and understanding. And then in first grade, we, you know, there was another group of lessons that could occur. And then second grade, and you're moving up this, you know, the grade levels and giving more information as children are growing and understanding more and becoming more mature. That is where we will do the most service. Because as you're learning things, as you're growing, you accept them more and more. If you're introduced to a concept as a kindergartner, and it's reinforced every year in school, Mm -hmm. that is going to become what everybody expects. And we're going to breed a social group of acceptance across the board. And it's not going to be this foreign entity that, oh, what is adoption? You know, if you have a child that has started in kindergarten, knowing of, you know, the concept of adoption, what it means, what it looks like, and they have been educated to accept others and to understand why it's such a beautiful thing if they experience an unplanned pregnancy and are trying to make choices that may very well become the default choice right right i mean i think about it in my situation when i was a young man or when i was a child even these weren't talked about in in school whether it be sex education or the friends that i had that were adopted there was no open discussion about it or their understanding of it or my understanding as an outsider of it. So by the time I had gotten into a situation where, where you know, there was an unplanned pregnancy, I didn't have the information to fully understand what I could have done as opposed to what I did do. And not that that's an excuse, and I, I just think that I would have maybe been better prepared to make a better choice 
had I had that kind of background. And I think that's what we do need to spread, you know, get it in the schools, get it in family life to where people talk about it more openly and, and more education is out there. And, and again, I want to I want to emphasize we're not talking about sex education in the younger grades. We're talking about when it's appropriate in the middle school, high school years in the younger grades. We can incorporate it through, you know, acceptance and love and different ways to build a family and things like that. And I think you're, you're right. Again, going back to the original point that we started off with, adoption is an educated choice. Had mm-hmm. you been educated in the school of adoption, that may have very well enabled you to make a different choice than you made. There are other areas that people can also incorporate adoption to, again, facilitate the the notion of acceptance as well as bringing up adoption so it is the social norm. So it's not considered, you know, this ostracized group of people, which is the way it is perceived among some social groups. Mm-hmm. It is different. It's not normal. It's 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 aside from that. And and there are such simple ways that parents can do this with their children. They can start choosing books that incorporate adoption into their stories, uh, movies, TV shows, looking at different types of families, and discussing it afterwards. Mm-hmm. And again the less attention you you draw to, oh, and this is an adoption story. You know, the less attention you you draw to it and you incorporate that as part of the norm of, you know, a family, then that is what is going to to breed and continue and pay it forward. And you see a lot of this kind of messaging in, for instance, the gay community, you're starting to see a lot more TV shows that incorporate that into their family. And uh, you know, I, I was thinking of Modern Family, and there's an adoption situation in that show, and I think that's good. We need to get that out there and make sure that people understand that it is a normal thing and it is a beautiful thing, you know, while not making the entire thing about just adoption, but just saying, look, this is normal. And, and I think back to when I was a child and, and having been adopted, I would have loved this. Mm-hmm. You know, it, when I was young, uh, there were some adoption stories out there. There was different strokes. Um, I'm completely dating myself at this point. Uh, there was different <laughs> Well, that's strokes. the one that comes uh, to my mind, too. Yeah, there was uh, Annie. Mm-hmm. And so there, there were those out there, but they were pretty few and far between. And then Absolutely. Punky Brewster was another one I, I, I'm thinking of. But they weren't, it wasn't the norm. And so in those storylines, in all of those storylines, the focus and the point was just adoption. Mm-hmm. Like it really was the center, whereas it doesn't need to be the center focus unless you're introducing a concept that somebody is completely unfamiliar with. Working right. it into the interweave of the story is more effective if you're starting at a younger age and building upwards. But again, if you don't have foreknowledge of adoption and you have no background in it and you have no knowledge and you've lived your life for, for years, you will need to at least start to conceptualize what it really means, what it, what it stands for, why it's important and, and then incorporate it into the, into the backdrop. And I think that's what modern family has done with it because that isn't the central focus of the show. And, but it is just a normal part of the life of the show is, you know, their adopted daughter. And I think it's fantastic. And I hope that we start seeing a lot more of it. 
I, I agree with you. And I think that if we put our heads together, not just in the adoption community, but in the country, you know, in the world of how to, what everybody can do to play their part, you know, can OBGYN offices make sure that they have brochures on adoption? Can they, can they incorporate that into, you know, the paperwork, you know, if you are having, you know, an unplanned pregnancy and you're trying to decide what you want to do, you know, can that be a box that can be a choice? That's something they could do. Is there a possibility that, we can have more TV shows, again, interweave adoption into their storylines. You know, those kinds of things, um, activities that teachers do. Again, I, I've spoken about this in the past, but I was always very uncomfortable about doing the family tree because mm-hmm. I kind of felt like I was lying, but I wasn't really lying because I was adopted. But it was very confusing. So maybe if they have some some activities that go along with it or that are just, you know, special activities that maybe incorporate adoption for those kids that are adopted, that maybe, you know, kids that are not adopted can still participate in. So I think it'd be neat if we opened up this and made it more fluid and more normal and have people look at, you know, what can I do to help further spread the word of adoption, even talking about it at the dinner table. I think that if parents are talking to their children and they find out that three of their ch- their children's friends are adopted, maybe they didn't know this. Maybe they can talk about their adoption experiences and what their children know and how what they think of it and how special it is. Maybe have the family over for dinner. You know what I mean? So just how far can you take this? Like right. what what can you do as a responsible member of society to further spread the word of adoption? And I would love if our listeners would give us ideas as well. If, they ha- if they're if they at home listening to this and going, oh, you know what you should do? It's this. Send them on to us. We would love to hear it and, and share it on the show and incorporate it into our own lives. We would love to hear that. And you can email your ideas or comments and suggestions to our podcast at birthmothermatters at gmail.com. If you're pregnant and considering adoption, we are here for you and understand what you're going through. We've helped hundreds of women place their babies for adoption, and we want to help you as well. We have a pregnancy crisis hotline available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112, or you can reach us on our toll-free number at 1-800-340-9665. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get you to a safe place, provide food and clothing, and help you get started on creating an Arizona adoption plan, or just give you more information. Check out our blogs on our website at azpregnancyhelp.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by looking for AZ Adopt Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to rate and review us on whatever platform you use to listen to us. Birth Mother Matters and Adoption was written and produced by Kelly Rourke Scary and edited by me. Thanks go out to Grapes for letting us use their song, I Don't Know, as our theme song. Join us next time on Birth Mother Matters and Adoption. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Rains, and we'll see you then.